All right. All right, give the intro. <clears throat> what is going on, everybody? It's Tasmanian Deity back with another fantastic podcast and a little bit of nerd news. Joined with me are my co-hosts. The Thick Baby. And Smoke a J. <laughs> and let's jump right into it. So I'm going to start off with a little bit of pop culture news today. I know. And I'm pretty excited. Not going to stew <coughs> any spoilers, just so you guys know. No spoilers. But the new season of Mandalorian just came out on Disney+. Plus. Nice, nice. I stopped watching The Mandalorian after the first season. And then when the third season came out, I think I asked somebody, I was like, should I watch, should I catch up now? And they were like, nah, just wait until it all comes out and then catch up. Yeah. So I just haven't watched any of it. I mean, at this point, depending on how this season goes, I would say you should watch it because then it's going to spin off into you're going to want to watch Kenobi and uh, what is the other one? I don't know. Boba Kenobi's, Fett, the Book oh, of Boba, Boba Fett, Fett. Right, yeah. Because they all kind of really connect together nicely, and uh, they make guest appearances in each other's shows. So, I mean, realistically, you already have like seven You're way more into Star Wars than I am. I Big just, Star Wars fan. I know the universe and everything, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I like Star Wars, but to be honest, I made it about halfway through the first season yeah. of Mandalorian, and then I was just like, yeah. I thought it was happening. good. I thought it was, it's Western. That's what, it's just a Western futuristic. Which one? The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I, and I like Western I love futuristics Westerns. because, like, I like Firefly a lot. Another uh, nerd culture thing that I fucking love, Firefly. And, I mean, who's that uh, actor from Castle? Oh, my God. Uh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Nathan yeah. Fillion. I only remember that great. from the stupid show Big Mouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's great in that show. And I, I love Westerns. Especially, I mean, Quick and the Dead is one of my favorites. And I don't think I've seen that. Uh, it's, it's a solid movie. Um, is it on a streaming service? It's probably on, like, Netflix or something. It's an older movie. Okay. Um, Mandalorian is just has this perfect just bounty hunter with just a gun, no Star Wars-ish part to it in the first season yeah. that I just loved about it. Yeah, you'd like Boba Fett, then. That's kind okay. of the same thing, because his whole thing is he stays on Tatooine, the whole thing. Okay. So, I mean, it's... I'm going to have to check Very non-Star wars It's kind of, like, gang-ish, like the Star Wars gangs. And okay. The and the Dark World. Pretty cool. <laughs> That is pretty cool. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. If you you haven't seen it either? No. Oh, all right. Well, I def- definitely recommend it as well. All right. <clears throat> I might put that on my list I mean, they got comics for Grogu now or whatever. That's his Grogu. name. Right? Grogu. Grogu. That's Grogu. little Yoda's no. name, the baby Grogu. Yoda. Even though fucking American Dad, the, the little alien that grows off of Roger's name is Rogu. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember that episode. He grows like a tumor, and then it falls off of him, and then it becomes a character in the show, Rogu, who's like in the show now. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that. sounds like Ragu. Yeah. What is that? Ragu? What is that? Ragu, like pasta or something? That's what it is. Cheap pasta sauce. Yep. Uh, What do you got over there? All right. For pop culture, um, I don't know if it's good or bad, but Hellboy is coming back with a new movie. Um, it's going to be starring Jack Kessie, I believe his name is. Okay. Uh, he played Black Tom Cassidy in Deadpool 2. I don't know if you remember him. Deadpool 2? Who? Black? Black Tom Cassidy is what his name was. I believe he was one of the bounty hunters in the bar, but I can't remember specifically. Okay. I okay. think I know who you're talking yeah. about. Um, I don't even know if I saw Deadpool 2, to be honest with you. Wow. That's something it we was should watch. Good. We should it watch that, because the first one was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's titled Hellboy the Crooked Man. Um, I mean, he's the third one to play Hellboy now behind uh, Ron Perlman and David Harbour. Harbour? Yeah. Cool. Um, David's from uh, Stranger Things, the police officer in that, who I can't remember his name. 
Um, and then Ron Perlman, I think, just absolutely killed it as Hellboy. I love the Perlman Hellboys. Oh, yeah. The three of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Golden, Golden Army, Army, Hellboy, and something else. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was two. No, well, it's Hellboy. This is just the first one. And then you got the Golden Army, which is the second. No, it's the third That's one. That's the third That's one. That's the third one. I don't remember what the second one I is. I don't remember. Gates of Hell? Something. Something Hell? No, it's not coming to me right now, but... Yeah, that Golden one... Golden Army was the second one. Was it? Golden Army was the second one, so there wasn't a third Thank one. you, man behind the curtain. Yeah. So maybe it was two. Okay. But I, I think Perlman just has that square shape to his face that just rocks Hellboy. It fits him perfectly, yeah. especially with the big horns on his head. Yeah, and then the David Harbour one was a much darker <laughs> theme to it, and then um, you got the main villain in it was played by, a, I cannot remember her name, um, from Resident Evil, Alice. The Resident Evil movies? Yeah. Okay, yes. I cannot yeah, remember her lead. name, yeah. Yeah, she was pretty good in those. I mean, the movies were bad, but she was good. Yeah, though. but it, it was good. It, was, it wasn't It was terrible. Um, I'm not looking forward to this one just because I think Perlman just does too good of a job. The second Hellboy was not great, and then this one, I just I don't see them doing any better. Yeah, well, hopefully they end up doing And they need well. to give because up Hellboy's on Hellboy. Hellboy's a cool hero. Yeah, he is a cool hero. They need to go way into his backstory, I think. That was interesting. Cool. All right, um... We got John Wick Chapter 4 will release on March 24th, 2023. Oh, it sure. will not be the last John Wick. Hopefully, as long as this one does well, they will have a fifth one. I haven't watched them. I'm not a big John Wick fan. Wow. Only saw the third one, and it was at a drive-in theater. Wow. And I just, it didn't do it justice. John Wick is the perfect, it's just an action movie. That's what it is. doesn't need to have a good story. It's just action. Yeah. The dog killing was rough. Yeah, true. But, I mean... Keanu Reeves, perfect role for him. He doesn't need any lines. He just, very few, just like, I killed a bunch of guys. I'm going to say one line, quick little thing, and then go back to killing yep. guys kind of thing. It's perfect role for him. Um, it picks up right after where number three left off, pitting John Wick against the high table, which is like the background council and this bounty hunter organization thing that they have in this universe. It looks pretty good. I've seen the trailer for it. So is, is it's in its own universe? Does it collide? I think with it's supposed to take place in our world, but okay. like they're in this bounty hunter society thing that like at normal people would never know about, kind of thing. Okay. And after what happens in the first movie, without any spoilers, John is basically thrown into having to verse everybody in that uni- in that society. Because he's like breaking the rules, basically. Okay. Was he yeah. a member of it previously? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. He's his nickname is the Boogeyman because everybody's scared of him apparently because he can't die. Oh. Well, Which, I, I mean, mean if you watch shows, yeah. the third movie, showed he couldn't. You die. Jo- if you watch John Wick movies, he can't die. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that'll be coming out on March twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. So I'm definitely gonna be watching that one. Yeah, that'll be a good one. And then I got a WB Discovery boss, David Zaslav, I hope I said that right, announced a terrible thing, I think, it depends on what you think, um, that there will be new Lord of the Rings movies. You know, are they prequels or post? They will not be continuation on the Peter Jackson films, but they will involve characters in said films and books. So they haven't released any scripts or anything yet. It's just announced that they will be doing more Lord of the Rings films. I'm thinking by what he was saying that they, they might be standalone stories on like Aragorn or Legolas or something like that. I'd watch it. I'd, I mean, I'd watch it, but I'm not looking forward to it. 
if it's done good, I'll, I mean... Even The Hobbit kind of ruined it a little bit for me because it wasn't bad by any means, but it, it wasn't Lord of the Rings. Every Hobbit movie the I saw in theaters, I, I did the same asleep. thing. I, I, I'd go to the movie, oh, I fall and I fell asleep, and I'd be like, oh, man, the movie's over. They put me to sleep, but... Yeah, I went and saw all of them, too. The first one, I was like, oh, this is Lord of the Rings all over again. It's pretty good. And then from there, it just... I don't know. It just wasn't what yeah. I wanted <laughs> You can't do Lord of the Rings. I remember going to see The Return of the King in theaters at midnight. My My dad took me. Awesome time. Such a good trilogy. You can't beat it. No. Star Wars Um, comes close. And then I don't know if you have any comic news, do you? No. All right. I don't either, so I figured I'll do like a half pop culture, half comic thing here. Um, Netflix has confirmed that Something is Killing the Children series is in production. Uh, if you don't know, Something is Killing the Children. It's the second highest non-Marvel, non-DC title debut in the last 25 years, highest gross. It's amazing. Um, basically, the storyline here is... Uh, I definitely wrote this down and then didn't write it down. Basically, it's this town where all these children start going missing and then reappearing, and the ones that do reappear have stories of like these shadowy monsters and stuff that like can't happen. And then one day, this chick shows up to town and is like, oh, I know all about all that stuff. And everybody's like, you're crazy, too. And she's like a monster hunter. That's wild. And something's killing the children. And then got to figure out what it is. Oh, yeah. But if you got uh, some number ones and something's killing the children, I'd hold on to those and get them graded because that's going to shoot up in value after the Netflix series. Yeah. I think I have the whole whole run of that up to, like, 20. I think I have everything after, like, two or something. Like, yeah. I don't think I picked up the first two. Yeah. I told you to get it, I think. I, I know. remember. Oh, I, know. I was telling you to get all these comics. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> My poll list at one point was like $400 a, in a Yeah, month. I remember that. You were like, I just something took out of my bank account. I was like, the hell is this? And, and I, I remembered, like, oh, yeah. It's okay. my poll list. And I was like, that's $400 in a month? I was like, all right, I got to cut back <laughs> on my comic spending. That's just way too many. Yeah, I think mine's only like $30 maybe for what, yeah. I, what I buy. And it's, it's mostly just, I think the only ones I still got going are Magic the Gathering, Alien, <laughs> Something's Killing the Children. And I think that might be it. I think Teen Titans Academy ended. Yeah. And I don't probably sell for nothing. I literally just have a stack of comics. Like the Fortnite 0.1s that you were like, oh, this is going to be so good. Pick up all the series for them. We'll get the skins skins in Fortnite. Not worth it. Gave them to my niece. She's happy about the skins. I'll hold on to them, and maybe eventually something will happen. (laughs) They'll shoot up in value. You never know. I haven't used any of the skins. They're all, I have all the comics with all the skin codes inside them, still box and boarded. I'm not touching them. Never know. No, you never know what's going to happen. Fortnite was huge, but Zero Point Batman Edition was not. <laughs> Thought they were going to be big. All right, well, let's jump into a little bit of anime, you down? I'm down, I'm down. This Friday, Demon Slayer comes out Ooh. tomorrow with a new movie. You know what else comes out tomorrow? What? Attack on Titan. New, oh, part three, part one? Part three, part one of three. Part three. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Their last season, they were like, part one, part two, part three, part one. Yeah. So they broke part three. I didn't want to talk about Attack yeah. on Titan. Let's go back to Demon Anyways, Slayer. Anyways, Demon Slayer, <laughs> new movie this Friday. It's kicking off with a sneak peek, hour and 45 minutes of the new season. I believe the first 45 minutes will be a recap of what just happened. 
and then the next hour will be explaining and doing the whole intro to the new season, which I believe is going to be the Swordmasters. Or it the is the Swordsmith Village. Swordsmith Village, yes. So it'll be a, hopefully all about where they get their swords from, the sword creation process, all that, and then from the trailers that we've seen, uh, at least two upper-ranked demons. That'll be cool. Yeah. And what we know so far, what they've told us about the swords is this ore grows on the highest mountain closest to the sun, yeah. and they pull, like, they go up and mine the ore, they come down, craft the swords, and the ore itself is able to retain sunlight, and that's why it can slay demons. Yeah. If you don't know from the Demon Slayer universe, demons can't go out in the sun. At least most of them can't. Yeah. So they use these blades that can take sunlight to kill them. So it's pretty cool, and I can't wait to go see it tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We're, we've got tickets to go see it tomorrow night, and it's going to be great. Yeah. Pretty damn excited. Nice. What do you got? Anything else? I mean, it's not so much anime. I'm throwing it in video game news. All right. Day. I got you. Uh, the Pokemon anime is wrapping up Ash and Pikachu's journey of 25 years with several tear-inducing episodes involving Gary. Really? I might cry They're bringing these Gary things. back? They are bringing Gary back. As Ash returns to Pallet Town in the last few episodes, him and Gary will reminisce over their journeys through the whole Pokemon League and finally winning the League and becoming a Pokemon Master. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I didn't then, know Gary be- Gary also became a Pokemon Master? I don't know if he became a Pokemon Master. I haven't watched the whole anime. It's, I, just, I know the story of Pokemon, basically. But uh, I think he's always been Ash's rival, so I'm sure he probably went to that world championship that Ash was at and probably lost in like a, one of the earlier rounds or something. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, I stopped want- <clears throat> watching Pokemon when they removed Brock and Misty. That's true, yeah. And then they got all the weird characters. That was the first, literally like the first season of it, like the first 25 episodes yep. or something. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember the names of the characters they're handing it off to, but I think it's like Liko and something. They got some weird names in there. Okay. So who knows if it'll be as good as uh, the bond between Ash and Pikachu there, or if we'll just have random, we'll keep replacing the main characters from now on. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to start off his story, because his story was heart-wrenching. Pikachu disobeying him and And then all those Spearow, yeah, they all come down, and then Pikachu saves him, and then there's just a lifelong bond right there. Yeah. And then you got the Mewtwo movie, and... Pikachu was going to die if he didn't save him. It wasn't going to faint. Pikachu was going to die to that wild sparrow attack. I can't possibly see the series continuing to be successful, losing, like, those two main characters. Literally, the two characters has been paced on for 25 years, yeah. Yeah. It's just that moment. You brought me back to that moment in that Mewtwo movie where Ash turns to stone and that one teardrop falls down. Yep. (sighs) I forgot about that. That was so good. That's the first one, right? Yeah, and then the second one, I think, is uh, Entei and yeah, all that. Yeah, Pokemon 2000 or something. Yeah, right? something like that, 2000. Oh, no, 2000 was just with the birds, the legendary birds. You remember birds. those gold cards they gave you yes, at the movie theater? I still have them. I don't have that. It's so cool. The metal golden cards? Yes. I have those, and they came in the plastic like yes. the case. still have the case. Oh, my God. I'm sure they got to be going for something. Well, I have like nine of them. Because so. I remember <laughs> going to the movie and being like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Golden <laughs> Pokemon cards. <laughs> it was awesome. And they're hunks of metal. I mean, they're like oh, yeah. three they pounds. Full on metal. You know what another great movie publicity stunt is? What? So for the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie back in the day, they, you know, the Moonites from Aqua Teen mm-hmm. Hunger Force, so they, they like scattered some throughout the city, and like they were like flashing or whatever, but then 
people thought they were IEDs and bombs squad guys. That's <laughs> interesting. Cool They basically concept. just did that with uh, the show that shall not be named Rick and Morty. Oh, man. Um, where they had, like, uh, hints to where things could be found, basically, in major cities. And then when you went there, you could find, like, a plumbus or, like, some scene acted out in, like, these giant sculptures and take a picture with mm. stuff. That's which was cool. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Um, other than that, I got the official trailer for Hell's Paradise. La, 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 la. Hell's Paradise. You accidentally said that with like a southern accent. Super Hell's Paradise. Paradise. I can't even do it again. <laughs> the official trailer for Hell's Paradise from author Yuji Kaku released. Uh, it's coming to Crunchyroll on April 1st. If you haven't seen anything on this, this is a manga uh, that's been going for quite a while now. Um, the story is basically it's set in Edo period of Japan, and the ninja Gabimaru and ex- executioner Yamada Aseman Sagiri search for their, the elixir of immortality, and this is their journey to find it. It kind of sounds like some Full Metal Alchemist stuff right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it looks great. It looks like a whole Demon Slayer ex Full Metal Alchemist vibe to it. And the trailer for it looks great. I definitely check it out on April 1st. Well, I'll, I'll have to do that because I just finished watching Evangelion, Neon Genesis. Yeah. And it's on Netflix, and I had never seen it. And it's I was looking through animes, and it's voted the number two anime of all time. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll give it a go. I turned I've never it watched it because Big Mac stuff's not for me. Turned it on. What is it called? Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes. Okay. I was like, I, I want to make sure I'm saying it right. But... Uh, so damn good. It is and good. the ending behind it, without saying spoilers, was the most mind-melting ending I've ever seen to an anime, and it left me feeling uncomfortable and questioning okay. reality. It was wild, and I did not expect it to end that way. It's 28 episodes and two movies. That's a pretty crazy review right there. That is a crazy review. Highly recommend Mind-melting twist that left me questioning reality. True. That's where it had me, and I just... I don't know. Greatest anime. I see why it's number two. Um, my uh, number one's, uh, you know, as you know, uh, Full, Full Metal, Metal Alchemist. Alchemist Brotherhood. But that's voted number three anime of all time. So, so that's my favorite of all time, too. Followed quickly by Hunter x Hunter. And number one is Cowboy or Bebop. Hunter x Hunter. Which was okay. Cowboy Bebop is a great anime. I see why people like it as number one. It's not my style of kind of things. I'm like, it is a space western. Yeah. It's just not for me. Yeah, it's basically you, cyberpunk. Yeah, the way they jumped around with the story yeah. and it just wasn't like fully connected. I it's kind of like a what is it, Gintama. I don't know. I saw it's that. a uh, it's samurai-ish Japan storyline kind of thing where. Half of the time they're jumping around between just comedy storyline things, and then like one episode they'll get serious and it'll be awesome. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. But I mean, it's good, just not number one. I yeah, guess. no. Um, and then my anime recommendation for this week, Ooh. I'm gonna go with. I don't think I've done this yet. Uh, Dead Man Wonderland. Ooh, that's such a good one. Solid one. Definitely watch through it. It ends very abruptly with the anime. Definitely make sure you check out the manga after the anime if you don't like how it ends because it is an amazing series. Uh, basically, storyline is kids in class one day, his entire class just basically gets slaughtered in like a second. And as he looks out the window of like this thing that shot through the wall and killed them all, he sees this red man floating in the sky. And he realizes that after he passes out and wakes up that He's the only one that saw this red man, and he's put in this prison that they call Dead Man Wonderland. 
Because he was because framed, he framed for the for death the of... He, they think he murdered every single one in his classroom. Yeah. Then, because he was the only survivor. Where do they come up with these But promises? basically, as he's in Dead Man Wonderland, he finds out that he has, like, these blood powers that he can, like, shoot blood. So you're telling me the kid with blood powers had nothing to do with the massacre? But he finds out that other people in Dead Man Wonderland can also use blood powers in different ways. Without spoilers, he wasn't born with this power. And Dead Man Wonderland is also in this society filmed and like they have like obstacle courses and fights and stuff and people watching it think it's like fake reality TV when really they're like killing prisoners and making them go through obstacle courses where they just like get cut in half and shit. That's wild. And there's people in the crowds that get to watch it live cheering thinking that it's all fake and CG right. and there's this kid that like in one of the scenes he goes wow they did really good at the graphics no. this year because like the blood had like splattered so close to him. That's Without giving crazy. anything away I think one of the first things he finds out is that like you went, you have to do these battles every so often and they pit you against one other prisoner and whoever loses they spin a wheel and they take a body part from you so like some people are going around just like missing eyes and shit <laughs> it's that pretty is cool so i definitely check out it's only like 20 25 episodes maybe uh, it is yeah. amazing they canceled it after the first season because yeah. it wasn't big in japan and it was only big over here and so they actually, someone just bought the rights. I can't remember who it was, but it was an American-based animation company got rights. And okay. I believe they're remaking it. I would absolutely watch it again. That's why I sent you the anime. It's like, dude, read through it because they're remaking it. Uh, they, they had the some uh, OVA episodes, which is when they release the DVDs for something. They usually release some bonus episodes that don't re pertain to the story too much. That go into, um, oh my, I don't know anybody's names, but... Blade guy. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. They go into after he gets out of Dead Man Wonderland, basically. Okay. And he's like a police officer and stuff, which was interesting. So I check Still out the Elvis too. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. He's basically a police officer that goes after other blood people. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into some video game news. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Diablo oh, you All right. What you got with it? <laughs> oh, I'm so ready for this. So. Diablo 4, as I talked about a few weeks ago, probably, is coming out on June 6th or 16th. I don't know the official I can't remember the date. actual release date. But if you pre-order Diablo 4, you get early access on March 17th through 19th. Not only do you get early access, you get access to three of the classes, which is the Rogue, Barbarian, and Sorcerer that you get to play. You get to play up to level 25. You get to play through the Prologue and Act 1. And you get to fight the world boss Ashaba, I believe is the name. Um, it looks amazing. Yeah. I've seen the character creation for it and some of the <laughs> gameplay, and I'm worried my computer might not be able to run this thing. And just so you know, if you don't get access to the or the closed beta, yeah. that's the 17th, 18th, and 19th, they have an open beta, the 24th through the 26th. It is gonna, uh, it's going to take all my time. Yeah. I just, I Diablo 4 is going to be my life suit. It is an amazing game. Uh, if you don't know the storyline to it, basically it takes place decades after Diablo 3 um, and the destruction of the Black Soul Stone from Malthael, the Reaper of Death, yep. whatever. And was um, a DLC boss in number three. Yes. And then uh, Lilith, the daughter of Mephisto, is returning in this one. Basically, Lilith was in Diablo 3. Uh, she doesn't really know her origins, and throughout the game, she kind of figures out who she is. And in this one, she's basically returned, and it's going to be Lilith versus the Haradrim, which is a whole other thing in the Diablo universe. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 
So if you haven't seen the trailer for it too, Blizzard does great cinematic stuff. The trailer Some for just a cinematic trailer for Diablo 4 is insane. Oh yeah, it's so good. I know they have the druid as a class. Yeah. And are they sticking with barbarian monk? Barbarian. So what? Which one did I say? So we got rogue, barbarian, sorcerer, um, monk, necromancer, druid. Um, I think that's it, unless I'm forgetting. So they something. added in Rogue and Druid? Because I don't remember Rogue. Uh, they're coming back. Three. Yeah, Rogue wasn't in three. Yeah, it was in it two. It was Demon though. Slayer, or Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter. So I'm sure they're probably getting rid of the Demon Hunter, putting in the Rogue now. Okay. Yeah. Um, they're going back to the original Diablo classes and going with this. I played Demon Hunter, actually, in all bad. of three. He was super overpowered. Yeah, I, his, I, his mobility is good. Yeah, I had this build where you could drop a turret, and it would shoot whatever ability I shot. And I could have up to eight turrets out, and each turret I had placed increased my damage by fourteen hundred percent. Yeah. So he was super stacked, but That's I had bad. I was Paragon level like twenty eight thousand. Yeah. So I ran so many endgame dungeons, it was dumb. But yeah, that's that's all I had was DM before. I'm just so excited for it. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah. Probably be playing that on 17th if we both have early access. Oh, I'm definitely buying I'm pre-ordering it as soon as I can. Even if you pre-order, there's no guarantee you'll get in. That's the only thing. Because they only have so many slots. So they're like basically saying, shut up and pre-order our game early now. I've been in the alpha play test for almost every Blizzard game. Yeah. I'm I'm getting it. And you'll be emailed latest by the 18th. So it starts on the 17th. And even if you don't have the email then, check the 18th. Pre-ordering it as soon as we finish this. (laughs) Because you may not get in until the 18th because just the way they're running it. That's one of the notes I had now. Yeah, I I was in the alpha test for Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. I can't remember what I other games I got. Uh, Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King on the oh. test realms before release. See, I've never once been on the public test realm. They're I just a like blast. every time somebody's like played on the PTR, I'm like, why? Ah, oh, so much fun. I mean, you get to just kind of figure out the game a little bit before it comes out. I guess you can do the first level and just be like, all right, I'm, I got my my ground, so I know what's going on. Okay, okay, fair that, enough. And when they're tweaking with arenas, public test realms, that way you just know what your character's getting into. I guess, yeah. I just like to be a day one, just jumped in. They're like the day one noobness, trying yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> that, we got a new season of Battlefield dropping. <laughs> 2042. <laughs> and with that new season, well, well, the season isn't out yet, but they gave us the new map. And the new map is called Flashpoint. Okay. And I was playing a little bit earlier. I was going to say, I downloaded the other day, and I'm pretty sure Conquest Flashpoint's out. So they just, okay, so Conquest Flashpoint's been out, and now they have the Breakthrough, which is my okay. favorite mode. And it's pretty damn good. I just was playing it a little bit earlier, and it's fantastic. We're going to be playing some right after this. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we are. They have some, the way they have the objectives set up is you'll have to, instead of pushing straight through like normal, you'll actually have to flank around and spread your team and try and get them to be pushed in and cut off their spawns. Okay. It's not like the standard play of like the maps and the feel of it. So I'm super excited. Right, it takes right. a lot of the focus off of like the tanks and the other vehicles and just puts a lot of effort on the ground soldiers. Okay, okay. That'll be a good time. That, yeah. we got Simpsons Hit and Run. You guys ever I, remember that game? I yeah. remember it from the arcade and from PlayStation 2, I think. So good. It first came out. So the lead designer of that game, Joe McKin- Mc- 
McGin says that. I was like McKinnon. That sounds like. I was like, no, it's yeah, it's the wrong guy. Uh, Joe McGin says that he would love to see a remake of it, and he's ready to do it as long as everyone else is ready to back him to produce. It's such a weird, great game. So there's actually an independent developer that's been working on an updated version of the game. I think in Unreal Engine. Okay. And uh, yeah, so that that's in the works. There's also another developer. That has taken an old game, reskinned a bunch of stuff, and created a whole new map, and like added in dialogue and stuff to make it a Futurama hit and run game. That would See, be cool. That would be cool. I don't know how great a Simpsons hit and run would do now because Simpsons hit and run was so good at the time because it came out in between the Grand Theft Autos and all that. So it was like this new concept on that. And now we got Grand Theft Auto V that's just like so much better than any other game like Yeah, it. but I can't sit down and play Grand Theft Auto V with my eight-year-old niece. But you best bet I you can, can play sit Simpsons. down and play oh, okay. Simpsons Hit and Run <laughs> <Okay>. with it. <laughs> that's that's the scale. It's got younger market. I can play it around the family. Fair, fair. Also, I mean... I don't know that they could. I feel like they could somewhat push the boundaries a little bit and have a line kind of a fun alternative spot to GTA. Because one GTA Five at this point so stale. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when dead. Rockstar is. But they have so many mods, so many role playing servers for it. It's just it's not going anywhere. They're uh, not doing a GTA Six for so long. A hundred percent. So, I mean, you just for a little story and stuff and to get some new content, I mean, I feel like a new hit-and-run game would be pretty you know, fun. We need a new game yeah. of. A third one is a new South Park game. I didn't like the second one. I didn't the second like the one second wasn't second amazing, one but Stick of Truth. Stick, Stick of Truth was so good. Fractured Butthole, though, left a bad taste in my mouth. You're right. They went to that superhero thing, and it just it wasn't the same. No. I liked the D&D style. I think the greatness of the first one is not only just the whole Lord of the Rings D&D style to it, it's the absurd scenes that we didn't see coming, like the ball <laughs> swinging back and forth. Yes, yeah. we're all Love thinking it. it. <laughs> we were like, when it first came on, we know we were all like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I didn't expect this. I got a Matrix dodge, my dad's <laughs> balls as they come at me. <laughs> it was uh, so absurd, but I would definitely play a third one of that. Oh, yeah. I would as well. Yeah. I would wait to buy it, though, because the second one left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, fair. Just, I don't know, didn't live up to it. Speaking of, I mean, we're still on video game news. We, we've been yeah. playing through uh, Digimon this week. Oh, my God. Digimon World Next Order, right? Yes. Yeah. Hated it at first, right? So did I. So I, I went straight into the game. They have beginner, normal, and, like, advanced. I think those are, like, the three that you have. No, it was very easy, easy, and normal. I, okay, you might be right. So I clicked easy. I'm like, I've played Digimon before. I can do this. It took me like 40 minutes to get out of the first thing. Like I couldn't fight. I fought the first guy and just kept dying. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong here? I go to the gym and train a bunch, go back to him, still couldn't beat him. I had to evolve my guys like four times before I could beat him. And I'm like, I messaged Wonka. I go, I'm three hours in this game and it <laughs> sucks. He goes, no, no, no. I read online. You got to play from beginner if you want to not have to train your guys up all the time. Because I, yeah, from what I was reading online, <laughs> the very easy mode is essentially normal. And then it goes to very hard and then impossible. That's the scaling of it. And when I first launched the game, I was like, oh, I don't want to play on very easy or easy. I threw it on normal, which is the impossible setting. And I lost the first fight like six times. Uh, I was like, what am I doing and I was wrong like, here? What, what? I did the tutorial, and I beat the guy in the tutorial. <laughs> I don't understand what I'm doing wrong here. 
And I Googled it. and You have yeah. to train up your guys for years and then let them die of old age and then train them up again and let them die. But you just got to keep going through a bunch of stuff I before the game gets good. I didn't know Digimon could die in that game. I texted you when my guy died. I was so sad because I had two Digimon I really liked, and they died of old age, and they get reborn. You get to pick an egg, and they went through and Digivolved. And I ended up with two dudes I hate. I'm like, seriously, I got these fugly Digimon? Yeah, um, I know you're enjoying it. I'm dropping it. I don't um, like it. I'm um, about halfway through the game right now, and it is, it's a challenge. It's great. The thing I wish I didn't have to do is poop my Digimon. Yeah, I that part is annoying. That's a thing? Yes. It's basically you're raising a Tamagotchi at this point. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind having to feed them and like take make sure that they don't get sick and fatigued. Mm. That's fine. But I really hate the fact that I have to take my Digimon to the bathroom. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I also tried that new cyber game. What the heck is it called? Atomic, Atomic something. I don't know. It just I came out idea. the other day. I don't see what's so great about it. Atomic Heart. That's what it's called. Yeah. I don't see what's so great about it. Everybody was raving about it. Even my, I updated my graphics driver the other day, and uh, on it it was like, update your graphics driver so you can play it. Be ready to play Atomic Heart. It's not that great. Not that great. I don't know why I needed to update my graphics driver because it didn't look that good either. Well, that's a bummer. <sighs> yeah, you got that's any more video game news? No, I only want to go over Diablo 4. All right, you got any more news? You want to jump into our Battle of the Weeks? Battle of the Week. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, kick off with you this week. All right, so I'm going to have to explain these ones to Jay because he All doesn't right. know anime very well. Okay. I got Kenpachi Zaraki, which is a character from Bleach. Mm-hmm. He's basically, uh, he's a captain of a guard squad, which is like a big deal in this universe. And uh, his thing is, he's the only one who, in Bleach, they have these levels to their swords, and one of them is called the Bankai, which is like they like release the power of their sword. He's the only captain who can't do that because he's such a savage that he just likes to kill anything and fight anything, and he purposely weakens himself to make battles more fun. But he's a swordsman, basically. Gotcha. Versus uh, Zoro from One Piece. Oh, man. Do you know who Zoro is? Okay, so Zoro from One Piece is a swordsman, again, who uses three swords, one in each hand and one in his mouth. He, like, bites down on it. I like his tenacity. I vote for Zoro. All right, fair enough. Now, I think Kenpachi's winning only because I also haven't seen Zoro, too, like, where he's at in the anime. Or the manga. Um, I have seen him up to, you know, uh, Watergate 7 and the whole... Water 7, okay. Um, the assassination and the shooting and the flag okay, and the okay. whole battle sequence with Luffy. And, you I know, think even where he's at now, I don't know if he's going to be able to take on Kampachi. Yeah, and Kampachi, I mean, he's just... He's a just whole other level of swordsman. The dude can basically cut dimensions. So. True. That's crazy. All right, so Kampachi it is. I got Kampachi on that one. I'll take it. You want to do yours, Jay? Gandalf versus Dumbledore. I thought you were going to go with Dumbledore. Dumbledore, Mm. man. Dumbledore before he died with the Elder Wand versus Gandalf. Gandalf is literally like a demigod. Yeah. But he doesn't have that strong of magic. Gandalf the White? Yeah. Oh, Gandalf the White. Easy. I got to go... The other way, my guy, because he's got the Crucio curses and all these other... Yeah, let's see Dumbledore fucking take on a Balrog, okay? (laughs) I think one killing curse and that Balrog's gone. Dumbledore won't use the killing curses. He will. He would split his soul from killing. He would do it. Nah, he wouldn't do it. Nah. (laughs) It's it's Gandalf all the way. All right, we're tied here, Jay. What are we doing? 
I say Gandalf. Yeah. Oh, man. I need back <laughs> Damn. All right, I'll lose that one. All right, for my battle of the week, I went a little silly with this one, a little less serious. Right. We've got Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life taking on Sandy Cheeks from SpongeBob SquarePants. All right, remind me, Rocco's the one in the Hawaiian shirt, gray dog looking. Yep. What is it? Maybe I don't know enough about him because Sandy's absolutely wiping his ass yeah, right Sandy now. Sandy Cheeks, for sure. Well, yeah, Rocco kind of sucks. <laughs> it was like Sandy's can karate chop him into oblivion. But he's Rocco. <laughs> yeah, Sandy's so I gave Sandy my vote. All right, so Sandy had three votes. Yeah, that's a disgrace. Uh, that, that was a little bad. I'm sorry. Rocco, you're going down, my guy. Not balanced. <laughs> <laughs> You want to throw out another one that might be closer than Rocco? All right, so we'll go Sandy Cheeks verse. Think about it. Think about it. Ooh, what's his name? Donnie from the Wild Thornberries. Ooh, played by Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <sighs> Wild Boy. I mean, technically, if we're are we going based off of? Cartoon size, or are we going based off the fact that she is a squirrel? Cartoon size. <laughs> okay. I get that she's a squirrel and probably this. So day, she would but... be like, they're both normal height. Yeah. Okay. Sandy. Go I don't on. know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> she's got that intelligence thing, though. She's very smart. She is. I, I mean, this man is raised in the wilds of, I think it's Australia or Africa. I yeah, can't remember which. Like they found him in the, the savannah, jungle. maybe. Yeah, it sounds like the savannah, more likely. And if he's raised in the wilds out there and he's fighting off, he's basically Tarzan out there. I'm yeah. going, I'm going Tarzan, man. Yeah, it's basically yeah, six-year-old Tarzan. Now that you yeah, make I'm, that I'm, case, I'm going I mean, that squirrel's going down. Yeah. yeah, I don't care how much karate she's got. Well, Donnie won that one. What's up, buddy? Yeah, that's solid. That's fair. Well, you guys ready to uh, run back and play some Battlefield 2042 on oh, stream? You know it. I'm so ready. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get into it. It's been a blast, everyone. As always, I'm Tasmanian Deity. I'm the Thick Baby. And I'm Smoker J. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>